It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella. With me, as always, my brother from another mother, Trader Andy. What's good, bro? How you doing today? What's up, man? How we doing today? I don't know. I can't read my notes. It's too dark out here. I forgot the sun goes down earlier as we get later in the summer. So yeah. I might not have anything to say today. Uh-oh. Oh, my yeah, I, 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 forgot my, <laughs> I forgot my glasses. I can't see so good. I can't see from the Empire State <laughs> Building. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and thank, God, and thank God Nick showed up. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm here, Nick. Hey. No, like last minute, doing? Nick. What's good? Hey, no problem. No problem. I'm like Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so so what's up? What, what do we got going on today, Nick? You had a big day. You you stressed out a little bit. You you taking a sip? Yeah, we're good. The Yankees just made a big move, so I'm happy about that. Making some big moves here. Joey Gallo coming to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, fourth, I thought you wanted fourth, to sell. Yeah, fourth place. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He's playing. There. He'll be there next year. Yep. Now, can, can my crash and burn be that the Phillies tried to trade for Tyler <laughs> Anderson and failed? My God. Ooh, what's physical? Uh, all right. Well, th- well, this is going to be a football show anyway. I don't want to talk about the Phillies. God, God help us all. All right. We always start with a victory lap. So, my man Nick, take one, man. What's good? We got Warrior Bowl finish, Rise Bowl going. Scott Fishbowl's done. Football season's here. Zach Wilson's not signed, but hey, that, I guess that's a crash and burn. But uh, yeah, we're we're in football mode. We're ready to go. Got a, I got my sleeper article out. That's my victory lap. And we're doing good. Andy's got his best ball article out, which is awesome. So good yep. things coming. Definitely. What's good with you, Andy? Ah, uh, very excited that uh I was uh taking Alvin Kamara in uh, a lot of my drafts uh early and I was like, you know what? I, people were like fading them and letting it go. And I took them and with the news of Michael Thomas going down, it looks like I hit a home run because they're just gonna feed the monster. The the problem is, Andy. Michael Thomas didn't go down. He'd been down. It's the same injury. He just didn't uh, have the surgery. No, nah, well, he, he he was getting drafted early. He was getting drafted in the first yeah. couple of rounds, and now he's not. So And and, yep. and Pey- Peyton, I think it was today or yesterday, said, oh, maybe yeah, we should have done this happy. surgery like two and a half months ago. He's not happy. People, man, they don't make any sense. All right. My victory lap. I'm fresh off vacation, so I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good. Work's gotten easier. I, I'm a... Uh, I'm a nine to five for about three weeks before it gets ugly. So that, that's my victory lap. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go first on the crash and burn. And I just realized this. We've been on the air for three minutes and somebody already signed off. How bad are we? Are we that boring? Somebody oh. signed off three minutes in. Uh, oh might have been my might have been my wife. Maybe my son was watching and said, Hey, he's gotta go. <laughs> he canceled us, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, what's your crash and burn today? Uh I don't have one. Really don't yeah, have one. It was good, huh? Yeah, not bad. Right, not skip. bad. Oh, you're... I Go got ahead, Andy. I got one. It's not for me though. All right, so it, it's hilarious. All right, let's start off with uh, first round pick, 2014, crash and burn, Kelvin Benjamin. He didn't make the team. He didn't do good. <laughs> he starts to go to tight end because he ate himself to a tight end. And then today he gets released by the Giants because he was caught stealing food to bring to his house. I saw that. Oh my god! I don't think that was real. I, that can't be real. That Yo, cannot be real. 
It's hilarious anyway. I don't care. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I guess I'll take a, a crash and burn. My crash and burn is going to be Jared Walsh to the IL and my $200 man, Vidal Bruhan, going straight back down to the minors. And you can almost call time of death on me winning TGFBI. And the clock is ticking on me even winning my league. So there's that. All right, Nick, you mentioned the Warrior Bowl. Uh, you drafted out of the one spot. We're going to take a look at your team. I don't think Andy's looked at these teams yet, so hopefully we could get a nice reaction out of him. Um, let me see if I can pull it up right quick. We'll start with your team because it looks better than mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and yours, you actually somehow it tells us what when you picked them. So you went out of the 101, mm -hmm. uh, which is the perfect place to be. Yep. And you end up with Mahomes, and it is a super flex. And, and Nick, do, what what are the the scoring parameters on this? They're a little weird, right? Yeah, let me uh, let me pull it up. Actually, it, it is a little screwy. Um, it's super flex. It's point uh, seven five points per reception for running backs. It's a full point for receivers, and it's one point seven five, I believe, for tight ends. Okay. That's and I want to say quarterbacks are six point touchdowns, but I could yes, be wrong they are. That. Yes, they are. And that came into play with my team as well. Um, all right, so you start off Mahomes. That's a no-brainer. Yep. Eckler, Eckler's kind of our guy uh, this year. I think. Yeah. I think there was somebody else you wanted instead of Najee, and that was a settle. I, I, I Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones is our guy, and you know, I, I I've been saying all along he kind of had standalone value, depend, you know, independent of the quarterback. But we got some confirmation on that, so we know we got our guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you're going against your grain with the zero wide receiver, I but I see why you did that. The value is pretty yeah, sick. I couldn't pass that up right there. The one, the uh, four or five pick. That's that was just too good right there. Pretty Andy, scary. this looks like your kind of team, bro. I actually don't like using that early on wide receivers, but I know you don't. But it, uh, but it, the, these players. I mean, uh, let, yeah. let's ignore the first three picks. <laughs> the the next the next uh, ten picks all look like something you would do. Yeah. I definitely have some shares of Odell Beckham where it's a it's a great value. Higby, Kareem Hunt, Drake, Baker Mayfield I got on my uh, dynasty team. So I like it. Yep. All right, Nick. So so what was your thought process here? What what was your, your goal? Oh, my God, a kicker. What the hell? Oh, oh. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> that was my last pick, I think. All right. So, so you took Baker pretty late. Yeah, um, I got him late. Good value with him. There's one thing that's a little disgusting about this team that I don't really like, but What's it may that? pay off. Is the uh, it, look, it looks like a DraftKings stack with all these Cleveland Browns? Yeah, I didn't realize I was just taking value. I yeah, wasn't even thinking on that. That that's something that that people like us have to pay closer attention to, and, and it's an easy mistake to make when when you're when you're doing 17, 18, look 20, my, 25 uh, teams. Go look at my QB three, and you'll see a uh, rationale there. All right, let's check that out. Derek Carr, not bad. All right, I like that. So, so you you uh, handcuffed Derek Carr to uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, right. yeah. You know. Unintentional stack. Right. Okay. So, you you're basically looking at here. We got one, two, we got three, four. I'm counting your running backs. Five, six, seven running backs. I like mm -hmm. that. I, I'm a seven or eight running back kind of guy. There's a couple of guys that uh, we have in common here that we'll talk about when we get to my team. Um, I love Gronkowski as a tight end, too. 
uh, especially in a premium like this. I think that there will be plenty of weeks where you're going to use him over um, Kenyon Drake, mm -hmm. I think. Um, Especially with the premium. The, the kicker, that was a last-round kicker for you? Yeah, last-round's our throw. All right. All right. Anything else about your team, uh, strategy-wise or player-wise, that you really wanted to touch on? Uh, he'll score down a little bit. Yep. The last three took – that those are his guys, you know. Yeah, you know, those so are his three. Nico, know. Nico Collins. If Watson plays, I think Nico Collins is a be incredible value. Uh, Hawkins, I love Hawkins this year. Roundtree was just a handcuff to Eckler. Um, got my boy Elijah Moore, Prejean Perriman, McKissick. Just went for value picks towards the end of the uh, draft. I think um, Perriman's gonna be a little sleeper there on the uh, yeah. Lions. Yeah, I think we're gonna see him when we pull this other team up in a minute. Um, you did make one critical error here that I have to trash you about. What's that? You took Zerline 18-12 and Roundtree 19-1. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, Roundtree looks better around 19. Out, out of order. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. So you got better value on better Roundtree. Value. Yeah. I'm Roundtree, but you're, yeah. you're you're one of those guys that takes the kicker early. All right. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Let me see if I can figure out how to uh, pull my team up here. It, I, I think it already – found its way into into the trash heap so <laughs> let, let me see how do, how do we pull this up go into trash go into trash trash oh out of trash all right hey oh. there you are uh-oh yeah see look it's hiding no it's not as get bad as I, it's not as bad as i've made it out to be all right so this is what happens when you go travis kelsey in the first round okay yeah, yeah. so so i picked i believe fifth overall. So I was pretty happy in a premium league to get Kelsey uh, in that spot. I thought he would have gone a little bit higher. And then I double tapped second and third round, Aaron Jones and, and Antonio Gibson, which I'm absolutely in love with. Um, so so that's, my, that's my way of uh, building a team. And it is super flex. So I double tapped four or five. I took Matt Stafford, who I love in a six, six touchdown Six-point touchdown league with Trevor Lawrence, so still feeling good. Uh, but at this point, I'm like, "Oh crap! There's uh, no wide receivers on my team yet." And Man. I did it again. So I did it again, and I took Mike Davis as my running back three. Uh, that's something I've been doing pretty pretty religiously is taking that extra running back before I go to wide receiver. I like to have three running backs on my team before my first wide receiver, and and you know it, it, it may be the end of me, but that's what I'm doing. I think it's great. Right. Andy, here's one of your guys. Claypool. Uh, I actually, these are a lot of your guys. Claypool, Boyd, Landry are my receivers. John here, Mike Davis. Ooh. Yep. And then I took I took Will Fuller. That's my guy. All right. Um, and then Mikol Hardman, who's one of my favorite sleepers on on the year. Everybody's on the on the the Hardman bandwagon. If he's going to be on the field as much as they say. Having him as my wide receiver six, I'm feeling pretty damn good. Oh, no, wide receiver five. There's the Brashard Perriman again. Um, we talked about him a lot. Trey Sermon's a guy that I'm, I'm absolutely in love with. And here's a couple of handcuffs, all right? These guys are all handcuffs. Uh, Booker is, is one of those guys I call a premium handcuff that if his guy goes down, he moves into an RB2 spot. And Hawkins and McKissick kind of uh, complement my team. So that's something I wanted to ask you guys about as we're looking at these types of teams is 
handcuffs and backfields that we can handcuff this this year. Not necessarily, and yeah, that is an important point. Um, sometimes you always should be trying to handcuff your number one running back, maybe even your number two, depending on you know the situation. But sometimes there there's there's presents itself a situation where both backs might have a role, and there's a couple of a uh, couple of backfields that I really like for that as well. Uh, my favorite was right on that team is, is Antonio Gibson with, with uh, McKissick. And you guys kind of gave me a hard time about that a little bit. But <laughs> I, I think, you know, McKissick's not going to get 80 receptions again. He might be no. 30, 35 to 50, somewhere in that range. Cuts in half. But Antonio Gibson's going to take a step up. and what? And so they both have a standalone role. There will be plenty of weeks where McKissick, you know, in a best ball will play into your lineup mm -hmm. uh, or – with bye weeks, you might use them as a flex. Um, so there, there's a role for both of them. And if either one goes down, the other takes a huge leap forward. So that's kind of my favorite one. Are, are there any uh, there, there any backfields that you guys like to handcuff together? Uh, there's a few. I mean, the Raider backfield with Kenyon Drake, he's going pretty later in the drafts. I think they'll yeah, But are you taking Jacobs at all? No, not at all. I'm not handcuffing him, but that's right. a running back. That's RB two. I'm going to take in a backfield, but right. there's not that many I can think of. What Dude, about I mean, Mostert? What about Mostert and Sermon? See, you don't you don't know. It's Mostert Sermon. You have Jeff Wilson when he comes back. It's it's a fluid backfield, and then right. you look at look at the Jets too. Carter got the first team reps today. Tevin Coleman, um, Ty Johnson. Okay. Um. I, I'm I'm a big sermon guy. I, I'm way up on him. I um I, I I think I'm overdrafting him to a point. His ADP is You're 90, 95. I'm taking him around 70. That's where yeah, I start it was, looking. It was, probably, it was probably 120 last week, and you single-handedly raised it. <laughs> but that's the problem, is his ADP is 95. Moster is 82. I'm actually every time I've taken Sermon, I left Moster on the board when I took him. I'd rather so have, I, I'd rather I'm, have sermon. I'm I, I'm flip flopping it. I'd rather have Sermon. Right. Moser, Moser camp, he's one of the most unhealthy players in the league. He's going to get injured. Right. I, I mean, and, and I, I tend to think I'd rather have the running back for the second half of the season than the yep. first half of the season, right? Yep. Because what happens is you're start, you take Mostert, Mostert goes down week five, six. Now you're trading a higher tier receiver to get a mid tier running back just to fill that void because that waiver wire is going to be pretty much bare. All right. Andy, let me ask you a question about one of your guys, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Can you put them on the same team? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Chubb, Chubb, Chubb is going 12th overall. Hunt is going 55th. You know, it's just they're, you know, it's just too expensive for the the pair. I, I feel that possibly someone like J.K. Dobbins and Gus can be the Gus pair. The bus. Yeah, that's your boy. But I, I love Dobbins. I, I feel that you know you can get them both a little later. I think those guys can live together and do the same thing. My I don't care. I don't care what Nick says, but I like I'm gonna say it on air right now. I like Josh Jacobs this year. He's gonna um, yeah, he was he was he was going late first round last year. All right, and he's gonna get two. Yeah, and there's a reason touches. he's going in the fifth now. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. He, he got two hundred. He's gonna get two hundred fifty touches. Trust no, me. Not. Him and Drake are gonna work together. I'm telling you. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll buy him that. cheap. I'll buy him up cheap. Let's go. Zero percent share. Uh, 
he's being drafted in about the fifth round. So, I, I mean, I guess I guess there's a scenario where you're getting him as your RB three. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going running back, running back, receiver, receiver, and then Jacobs, it's not it's not that that horrible, is it? No, not at all. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if he's in your number three role, the worst thing that can possibly happen is he's a he's your third running back. Like the worst is like last year, everybody drafted him in the first round, maybe second if if you were lucky, and then three weeks later he was a roster decision for you. So it's like he was an eighth round player. So I mean, if he's in your RB three situation and he does the same thing he did last year and doesn't improve, then you know, you're you're basically in the same boat, and you're not that upset because the draft capital wasn't that much, right? All right. Um, what about uh, Nick? I know one of your guys might we're big Mike Davis this year. Yeah. Damian Hawkins. Yep. That's definitely you know you know they're not really. I I don't know about that being so much as if them both having a role, but no. Hawkins could be a premium. Yeah. Premium, Hawkins. Uh, he was um he was undrafted. I mean the kid the guy's got a four four five speed. Um, there's reports that he plays faster than that. Mike Davis, 28. I don't think he's had more than 600 yards in a season. I think six, I, I hear it is 642 is the career best he's had. Uh, Hawkins, his, let's see, 2019, he had 1500 r- uh, rushing yards, nine touchdowns at Louisville. So he can clearly carry a workload, give it, give him a shot. And he's in there. I mean, Arthur Smith's coming from Tennessee to run heavy offense. So they're going to pound the rock no matter who's back there. Right. And and last year, actually, the best handcuff situation was McCaffrey and Davis. Yep. So maybe no, this year the number the number one could be McCaffrey and, and uh, Chuba. Yeah. Yeah. You you tend to think that that Chuba has a standalone role as it is, right? Yeah, easily. With if McCaffrey goes down, I mean health concerns. I mean, if you are drafting unhealthy running back, you want to at least handcuff that back. And Chuba is going to be he's an RB one immediately. Right, and now, in the now, standard now, home league, he's going undrafted. What What about in the event of a healthy McCaffrey? You still hold on to him. I don't think he's going to have any value, but you still hold on to him in the event he does get injured. I I, I tend to think the opposite, man. I I tend to think there's going to be a level of load management with McCaffrey. Depends. I think early. I think early might, on you might see it. five five to eight touches a game. It depends. I think early on you'll see it. Right. All right. Cool. Um. Okay, uh, Andy, I want to talk to you. You you uh, put your first football article of the year up this week. I'm proud of you for that on stackattackfantasy.com. Uh, no Milli Vanilli this time, man. Good job uh, ma- making it happen, bro. I appreciate who, that. Who, who knew I had it in me? Oh. Yeah, we're, we're actually we're really excited about um, what's going down with our website this year. You're probably going to see three articles a week, maybe even more. You'll see some DFS playbook on there you're going to see nick's waiver wire article which was every huge. tuesday morning like that that was killing it man you're like i i was shocked at some of the numbers of how many people were reading that and interacting yeah, with it and everything we're, was we're, great, triple, we're triple digits we're pushing high yep. in there yep so so that that that's definitely something to look forward to but uh we're, we're getting started with our preseason content andy's talking about some best ball targets this this week so, Andy, why don't you talk about a couple of guys? Let's talk some of the quarterbacks that uh, that you're looking at for best ball and and why. 
Oh, uh, you know, obviously, I've been playing uh, fantasy football for years, and this is the, actually the first year. Thank you, Nick, for not letting me in. This is the first year that I'm not <laughs> playing in a home league. I don't have to draft for anybody. You backed I'm, out. I'm, nah. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to move on, and then all of a sudden, I'm just such a good auction drafter that I, I win championships for other he people, does. too. He does. So, um, it's true. We're, so, we're going to do an NFFC auction. Don't worry okay. about it. Definitely, definitely. Not the same as, uh, you know, you don't have to use your voice, but. Uh, so obviously I am, uh, you know, just jumping into best ball last year. I did best ball with Jeff. And at the end of the year, he's like, Oh, by the way, best ball paid out today. I looked, I'm like, Oh damn, I got that much money in there. I, I won every, <laughs> I won every single contest. So I'm like, I'm going to escalate this this year. And obviously it's not even August and I have like nine drafts in. So I'm just going to keep going. But, uh, you know, there's a big difference between trying to figure out what, week they're going to hit and what week they're not going to hit. So best ball is the best format for me, myself, in terms of uh, making money. Uh, I find out that most of the time, the, the rookie quarterbacks, I feel, are going to be huge values this year in best ball. You know, Trevor, mm -hmm. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence playing, playing on, you know, the worst defense in the league. He's going to be throwing. They're going to be down all the time. He's going to have some duds, but he's going to have some huge games where he throws 500 game, yards in a shootout, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off. You know, Zach Wilson was another guy that I liked too. But um, and Justin Fields, love all three of them, and they're all going late, and you get them cheaper, and that's that's the way I want to go. As far as uh, running backs, you know, I'm a huge truther of Phil Blinsey. I love the guy. He's like getting drafted like 52nd running back overall, and he's the best back in that backfield, and I feel that he's going to explode. Nice. What do you guys, what do you guys think about him? I, I love it. I, I think there's a chance, like you had mentioned, I think there's a chance that he runs away with the job. That happened two years ago. You remember in Denver, who was it? Freaking like Lonzo Ball or something like that. What, what was that guy's name? I can't even remember. Uh, one, running back position? Yeah. Monty, Mon Monty Ball? Monty Ball, Lorenzo Ball. I'm a, I'm a, whatever, I'm a retro guy, man. He's I a big baller. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Monty Bull, everybody expected him to come out. And it was, you know, you blink your eyes and there's this little dude running all over the place, Lindsay. Same thing could happen, man. You know, David Johnson isn't exactly, uh, you know, a freaking superstar anymore. He hasn't yeah. had a good year in three years now. So the chance for, for Lindsay to pop off, pretty damn solid, man. I, I like it. Mm -hmm. But the, the guy I really like in, in your article that you mentioned was Gaskin. And I don't yeah. even, didn't even realize that. But I, I looked back at my underdog account and went at the uh, and, and went into the uh, exposure column, and I have him in like sixty something percent of my leagues because he, you get him as an RB three man, and it fits beautifully. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, he's a great guy if you're a zero RB guy. You get him as your RB two. If you're like us and you load up on it, RB three fits beautifully, man. In big weeks, man. A couple of weeks last year with multiple touchdowns. I think you had four weeks with multiple touchdowns, like. What more can you ask for? And then uh, wide receiver, obviously, uh, if healthy, ODB is going to be, you know, Odell Beckham is going to be the mo uh, bomb this year. I think he's going to have a, a big, some really, really big games, obviously. And the, the one guy I actually love, uh, I tried to sell you guys on, was uh, AJ Green. Hmm. Uh, this is the first time since, like, grade school that he hasn't been double teamed. And I feel that he's going to destroy people. He looks really good in camp. And he's getting picked late, and it's starting to move up because I'm I'm drafting him earlier. But 
he's the way to go. I'm telling you, I'm going to go go down swinging with that guy. All right. Uh, Nick, Nick, where are you at with A.J. Green? I took him in the Scott Fishbowl. Um, I mean, you got to think about it. The Cardinals are going to have DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore lining up in the slot. Christian Kirk is a nobody there. Um, I, I really think A.J. – if he stays healthy, I really think he's going to be a big threat. He's playing with one of the top quarterbacks in the league right now. What more can he ask as a wide receiver too? Right. And, again, we're talking best ball. So, he's either – if he's not in the box, he's not in your lineup. So He'll pop off. Every, he'll pop off. Right. Right. Nice. My my guy this year for best ball wide receiver is is Miko Hardman, man. I, I get him everywhere. Like, and it's the same thing. Like he, he's either he's either dropping like twenty-eight points on your team or zero. So perfect best ball guy. Absolutely. The only, the only problem is that, you know, AJ Green is getting some in some of these leagues, he's not even drafted. Yeah. But Miko Hardman's already found his way into the top 100. So you want a nice uh, best ball target just for week one, Sammy Watkins. Okay, why do you say that? Because after week he does great week one, and he completely <laughs> falls off the face of That's the earth. Right. Yeah. Every single season, every, every, every waiver wire, he is that yeah. week one breakout every he, season. The, the the man who stole all the fab every single year. Yep, every year. All right, Andy, you like you like uh, Visca this year too, huh? I know you just mentioned Trevor Lawrence. You, you like hooking him up with LaVisca Chanel? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, his ADP is great. I think that he's going to be in the slot. I think he, he could be a star. You know, I think that Lawrence is going to spread the ball around. I, they're going to put up some big numbers. They're going to be down. You're going to see a lot of 38, 32 games, and like he's going to throw for 500 yards, and Chanel is going to get the touches. That's my guy. Nice, nice. All right, let's, let's – uh, Go on to the edge and talk about some tight ends. So I got a I got a tight end quote really quick. Bring it. That just came out from a previous ex tight end Kelvin Benjamin on uh, <laughs> on Joe Judge. This is a direct quote about the Giants head coach. I have a perspective on Joe Judge. He's not a coach that can ever win a Super Bowl because he sits there and cusses all day. You can tell he's one sided about everything. He's a know it all. That's not how it's supposed to work. With this, guy, this guy's stuffing dumplings in his in his gym bag on the way out the door, though. That's why he got cussed at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We just lost two viewers because yep. of your story. Yep. <laughs> All right. Hey, Andy, let's talk about your tight ends for best ball. Who you like this year so far? Well, I was uh, just like you. I was all over uh, Troutman before all this uh, news hit as well. So he was one of my guys. But, you know, he's moving up the boards very, very yeah. quickly. Um, and maybe then, too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's going to want to price himself out, not being a value. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, Higby is a guy who I, I feel uh, with Stafford there. Stafford loves using his tight ends. He's going to have a lot of weapons. I, I think you're going to see a huge year from Stafford. He had over 100 uh, targets to his uh, tight ends the past couple years. So I, I feel he's going to use Higby more. Nice, Nick. You have any? Uh, Anybody you're reaching for in, in best ball tight ends? Uh, yes, he's I was he's in my article. It is Anthony Ferkser. I don't know if you saw what I posted today. I came across a little nugget online. Um, Todd Downing is the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Not only was he the tight end coach in Tennessee the last two seasons, he was the offensive coordinator for the Raiders in 2017. Jared Cook was targeted 86 times in that offense. 
as a tight end one. Now Ferkser is the tight end one in Tennessee. So I think as a tight end two, he's a nice little uh, late dart, you know, late dart throw there. All right. And you you like him for best ball as well as as yeah. a second or yeah I think he's I, yeah he's gonna pop off every so often. All right, all right, nice Nick. Let's talk about uh your sleeper article a little bit. And being that we're already on the topic of tight ends, let's start with that yeah. and then we'll go and then we'll go back up top. Yeah. So uh, so a- Andy mentioned Troutman. You mm-hmm. just mentioned Ferkser. Yeah. Is there any any other tight ends that you really think that are being slept on this year that have a good yeah I keep. I keep missing him now because his ADP is starting to rise. It's our favorite, John Lou Smith. Um, I just I, I actually let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah. In the in the Raz Bowl, mm-hmm. I I was I just got sniped for him, and then I me I too. look at it and it, I think it was around eleven, maybe ten. Gasicki yeah. was still on the board. That's oh, how wow. much this guy's moved up. He's yeah. moved up. He's moved past Gasicki. I just got John, John Lou is now. Being drafted as a tight end one, not as a backup anymore. Yeah. So we we knew what we were talking about a month yeah. ago. Yeah, no, I, I just lost him. I mean, he's he's my, he was a favorite zero tight end strategy, but that stock is rising. Um, I believe you mentioned it. Cam Newton, Greg Olson was a big connection in Carolina. Or if Mac Jones gets behind center, you have a rookie quarterback and their safety blanket. John who got paid, he's going to play. So I, I think he's a very good option. And uh, another one I really like is Austin Hooper. He's, uh, he's being slept on completely. The uh, year prior in Atlanta, he had 75 catches and almost 100 targets. He had one year with Baker Mayfield. Now he's got a second. Now he's got a full offseason in the books. So I think he actually might, he could turn the table. Right. All right. Well, I'm a full blown Harrison Bryant truther. So I know you are. I, I'm praying for, I, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything negative about Hooper. I, I'm just praying that Bryant gets the, opportunity because yeah it's going to be a thing when it when it happens it just Mm -hmm. might not be quite this year all right let's go back up top no but you know everybody time we start talking tight ends everybody signs off so (laughs) let's keep what we got here and let's go up to running back so give give us a couple of sleepers you nailed it last year with gibson fairly late uh you know do it again man what do you got for me so uh we we talked about uh, hawkins i think he's he's probably my my personal favorite sleeper um not a sleeper anymore, but Xavier Jones, he was a sleeper. He was a complete nobody, but um, I think he comes into the offense. He's 208, 511. He could definitely carry a workload. Um, Henderson hasn't proven it, so we'll see if Jones can do that. Outside, yeah, of- why, why are people drafting Henderson as if he's like a high-end RB2 now? He's not. He lost his job to Akers essentially last year. Right. When you think about it, and now this kid uh, Jones is going to come in. Jones has proven he can he can carry a college workload, and I think Henderson's playing for his job right now because I think Jones could take it over pretty quickly. Right now, now let me ask you: they they were saying that uh, McVeigh said that he's not even going to let Henderson play in the preseason preseason at all mm-hmm. to preserve him. But isn't that like, well, this guy's just vanilla, and we know what we got in him, so let's see, see what we got in this guy Jones, and this, pop guy, off. this guy he's Funk, a, and all these others, right? He's going to pop That's off. Really, what it is, right? Yeah, he's gonna pop off. Yep. All right. So he's he's basically undrafted. I mean, you're getting him at the la- the last two rounds of any draft. Yeah. You know, a small home league, he's gonna go undrafted. So mm-hmm. he's Completely. somebody to snatch. Yep. Um, is there a chance that this guy takes the job with a with a big preseason? Yeah, of, I, I he's think, gonna get an opportunity in preseason games on national TV. I so. think best case scenario is gonna be a RB one slash two. They're gonna split completely fifty fifty split the backfield. 
and then right. he'll eventually take it over. I think that's how the situation will play because they're not talking about signing a bet. So they're content with the two of them right now. All right. I'm going to come back to this duo in a few mm -hmm. minutes later later on in the show. Yeah. I got something to say about Darrell Henderson later on. Mm -hmm. All right. What else you got? Running back, is that it or anybody got, else? Well, we, we talked about Roundtree. Um, he was a six-round pick this year. Uh, Justin Jackson's got the injury history. And Josh Kelly is Josh Kelly. I think Roundtree can definitely That's catapult. Andy's guy. I think he can catapult to an RB2. But uh, another one I really like this year is Chris Evans, not Captain America to be confused with. <laughs> the um, Cincinnati Bengals drafted him. Giovanni Bernard left. Joe Mixon has been fighting injuries. This kid comes in. He missed 2019 with uh, academic issues, struggled on a COVID season, but he's got 4-4 speed. And in college at Michigan, he was going 9.8 yards per reception. Uh, he's virtually unnoticed in every single draft right now. Um, mm -hmm. His skill set mirrors Giovanni Bernard. I mean, you're, this kid's Giovanni Bernard with an ADP of 8,000. Nobody's looking at him. So I, I think this kid's a perfect sleeper. And a Andy will tell you, as a DFS player, we saw whenever Mixon missed a game, Bernard was like oh, RB1. Yeah. Must start, I mean, must start, must start. Yeah. I think Perrine is RB2 right now, and I think Chris Evans is going to take that over easily. Nice. All right, I like that. All right, well, we're not wide receiver people. We're, you know, we're zero wide receiver. Yeah. So I, I guess if you're going zero wide receiver, you need to know some sleepers. Yep. So, so fill us in, man. Tell, tell us the goods. Yeah. So uh, a couple of my favorite receivers are um, actually I got two of them here from the Detroit Lions, the USC product Amon Ra St. Brown. So with him, CBS reported that uh, he was saying how Goff was teaching him things from cup from the slot. So. What I think is going to happen is I think this kid's going to pop off weeks one, week two, and then completely bottom – not bottom out, but completely level out. So I think that trade high is going to be extremely early and get him out quick. All right. Um, you actually made a great point in your article of trading him quickly, mm -hmm. St. Brown, and one of the next guys that you want to talk about is one of those guys that you might be able to buy very low. Yeah early in the season because he's more more of a second half type of player at, at least from what our expectation is that's elijah moore talk mm -hmm. to us about him a little bit yeah elijah moore today he's playing with the twos he's a rookie but um this kid is this kid's special um i i, I see debo samuel 2.0 with him i see the same role debo played last year the same versatile take the carries in the backfield do jet sweeps all that good stuff I mean, Moore is turning heads left and right in camp. Corey Davis is already talking about how he's being a team leader and how he's taking hold of things. This kid screams Antonio Brown. That, that's, that's, oh, my God. That's, that's, <laughs> no, 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 not the personality issues. Not the personality issues. The talent on the field. I think, this kid, I think he's got some good potential there. You just compared him to Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's be bold. Antonio Brown. A Andy's speechless. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, the, the Jets are the Jets. You know, you're going to jinx them. You're going to jinx them even more now. Yeah, his kid's career is over now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, Nick, we talked about a couple of Michigan players already today. Let's talk about my favorite one. Uh, there's news with the Texans with their wide receivers mm -hmm. uh, this week. Yep. So talk to me about Nico Collins and what you expect out of him. So I wouldn't take any uh, 
any consideration for Anthony Miller. I th- just throw that out the window. That's that's nothing. It's a nothing burger. Um, Nico Collins is a big guy. He's going to be that outside receiver day one. He's a wide receiver too. Brandon Cooks on one side, Nico Collins on the other side. Um, he's going to grab that job and he's going to run with it. I mean, I think well, I think in the end Watson ends up playing for the Texans and all these people getting Cooks and Nico late are going to be steals. Oh God. <laughs> You really think Watson's going to play? I mean, no, I, no, I don't know. I really don't want to have this conversation right now. We're we're, we're not, but is Trevor Bauer going to throw in our pitch this year? No, no, Watson's not playing either. Move on, move on. Even if it's Tyrod Taylor, I was already, I was already told not to talk about Trevor Bauer anymore, and you can't talk about Watson. All right, we won't talk about it. Let's move on. All right, we're going to lose the two watchers we got. <laughs> We're actually increasing. Trevor Bauer, <laughs> the lightning rod. People are signing in. Oh, there they go. There you go. All right, Nick, my guy this year, my sleeper. Uh, I love Nico Collins, so mm-hmm. so you stole that one from me. Especially now, um, with Randall Cobb leaving town, mm-hmm. looks even looks even better. Uh, my guy is Harris uh, Marshall Jr. Yeah, you I'm like LSU. Him. But Carolina, I think he's one of these guys that second half of the season you're going to see him pop off. Yeah, you know, Easy. hopefully there's the connection. I mean, I mean the quarterback is the quarterback. We got to figure out if they if they jive well. But I'm really excited to see that. All right, anything else from your article you want to touch on, Andy? You have any sleepers you want to discuss? We touched them all. Yeah, I mean, did them all. That's a sleeper guy right there. So, all right. So we got a new fun little segment we're going to be doing every week now. Uh, one of the things I, I'm actually – I kind of pride myself on. I'm a pretty pretty good prop bet guy. Um, so I'm going to – every show from now on, whether it's baseball, football, curling, whatever the hell it is, I'm going to find a prop bet that has something to do with our show and tell you how you could take the information that we're giving you today and wager on it and make some money on it. So today, we're going to take the under on Darrell Henderson on DraftKings Sportsbook, rushing yards for the year, 925 and a half yards. Oh, and we're going to go under. Wow. Right? Wow. 925. Now, mind you, there is, remember there's an extra game, and that makes prop betting yeah. a little bit harder this year. Yeah, I forgot about that. So – Extra game, but 925 yards. I know it's not that that big of a deal to be a thousand yard rusher anymore, but I just I'm not putting this guy in that category. I think there's other options there, um, and, and that's that's the one thing too. If you're a, if you're a proposition better, you always like everybody. The fan mentality is always to go to the over, the over, the over. If you find unders you like, you're gonna win. Because injuries always help you win the under, right? They never help you win the over. So keep that in mind when you're doing that. Darrell Henderson, under 925 and a half rushing yards this year. All right, Nick, there's been a lot of uh, talk in the last week about quarterbacks. Actually, there's been a lot of talk the last five decades about quarterbacks. But the drama is getting heavy. So... Let's talk about some of these these quarterbacks. We already mentioned Watson. You yeah. are you are in the camp that he's going to play. Don't quote me, but I mean, it's legal issues. This, this, and that. He's at camp. It's tough. 
it, it, it's really tough. He's at camp now. Nothing's going on. The NFL is not taking a stance. So, I mean, as it stands right now, he's playing, but that could change tomorrow. We don't know. So right. the, 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 pro- the problem is that there's a lot of people that are going to get paid off because they got him in God knows what round, you know, yeah. 15th round and whatever. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. People are taking Aaron Rodgers in every draft in the sixth, seventh round. If I knew he was playing fully healthy, he's probably a first flip uh, two-round pick in a Scott Fishbowl. Yeah. Andy, do you feel like we screwed up with Aaron Rodgers feeding it? No, it was a risk. It was a risk. Yeah, you know, you don't you don't take a risk unless you're the you know, risk not worth it. taking. Yeah, it's. I had a feeling he was coming back, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. The, the problem is, guys, that we're so active drafting in the early season. You know, it's still five five plus weeks until until National Draft Day, and you know, I, I I'm 18 teams in already, and uh, more to come, but we. Every every single draft that I did not take Aaron Rodgers in, which is all of them, somebody got leverage on me in that draft because yeah. they got they got paid off because they got him at value. So I'm behind the ball because I have no shares. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have a couple of dynasty shares from last year and, and previous startups, but I think I think we screwed up with it. I, hindsight's twenty twenty. Speaking of dynasty shares, you keep seeing our dynasty leagues. These people's dropping fifty seventy five bucks on waiver wire in July. Yeah, I mean, there, there was that season long. There, there was one league I have. Home homeboy dropped a thousand dollars out of a thousand dollar budget on Fitzpatrick, like a month ago. And yeah. I look at it, and it's a one quarterback league, and he has like five quarterbacks. I'm like, what are you doing? One so I, I'm, on I'm trying to trade him fab dollars now. I'm trying to get, uh, yeah. you know, that's where I'm going with it. I'm like, you're desperate, dude. Why'd you do that? Yeah. All right, Zach Wilson. Let's talk about it. You guys are the Jets fans. I'll stay yeah. out. Yeah. All right, that's your key to talk, Nick. Yeah. So <laughs> you're the football guy. I'm your I'm your hype guy. Let's go. So it's he's the last unsigned pick. It's contract language. It's I think I read it was something about if the Jets were to cut him and he goes to play somewhere else, they're not on the hook for that money. Yes, it's offset, offset language is Sign about a damn kid. Just give him what he wants. Money if you're cut. Who cares right. at this point? It's it's the agents. It's not Zach. It's not the coaches. It's not the GM. It's the owner and the agent. Just get it done. It's annoying. It's frustrating as a fan. You want to see him in camp. I mean, granted, a month from now, this is going to be a non-story. Darnold did the same thing in 2018. It's just a, it's a headache. It's an agent right. that knows he can take advantage of the Jets. But do do you think he do you think there's an effect that maybe doesn't come out? What what if this goes on for two weeks? It's not going to go. It's going to be done by the end of the week. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is thing. This is not going to last till the weekend. Right. Nick, I I was uh, picking your brain the other day. Um, I you know I was I was stuck. I was I was looking at I can't remember who 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 it was, but. Um, I wanted to take Metcalf, and you talked me out of it. Yep. You, you told me to take Lockett later on instead. Yep. So, yep. so let, let, let's tell the viewers about that, man. What, what's your thoughts on this? DK Metcalf, NFBC. His ADP is 20. NFFC. Yeah, that's it. I make that mistake all the time, too. <laughs> 83 receptions last year on 129 targets. He had 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. Tyler Lockett. His ADP is at 56. 
36 round, 36 picks after. He had 100 receptions, 132 targets, 10, 54 yards, and 10 touchdowns. In a full point PPR, Metcalf had six points up on him. And wow. he's going 36 picks later. Inconsistent. But the last eight games of the season, seven out of those eight games, he did not hit 100 yards, 69 total yards in two games against Arizona, a divisional opponent who he's going to see every year twice. Just inconsistency. That's the problem. Yeah. If I have a share of Metcalf, I want to sell it right now. Nice. You know what it is, right? When, when he came out of the draft, the knock on him was he can't run a route, period, at all. And you know what? Maybe that's still the case. And, and maybe he just, you know, the physical specimen that he is, he just willed his way to the start that he had. And now they're starting to catch up with him. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I mean, I, I like Lockett. I mean, he, he's perfect for best ball because he's going to blow up every once in a while. He had one game last year. Forgot which game it was. I had him in fishbowl that week. Yeah, it, was it was like incredible. 50 points or something. It was nuts. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. Yeah. 300 yard game. Um, all right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of uh, couple of questions here. So let's talk um, Metcalf, Ridley. Who do you want, Ridley? Well, that was quick. Mm. Okay, Metcalf, Hopkins, Hopkins, Metcalf. All right, here's a hard one. Justin Jefferson, Metcalf, Metcalf over Justin Jefferson. Very, very, very rare thing. Close. Okay. Metcalf, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. <laughs> now, here, here's, here's a guy I know you like, so I'm going to challenge whether or not you really believe this. All right. Metcalf or Allen Robinson? Andy. Metcalf. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. So you're a little higher on him than I thought, man. I thought yeah. he was full fade. I love Allen Robinson, but that's about the same level for me. Yeah. Metcalf and Allen Robinson. They're the same tier. I'm, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm I wouldn't better, you. I'd go better quarterback just in that situation. Russell versus a rookie, even though Fields I think is going to be good, but I'm going to I'm going to give the nod to Russell on that one. Right. Nice. Nice. All right. I I think we're just about done here. Uh, Nick, any other nuggets on football before we uh we hit up Andy for his throwback player of the week? You got to call it Nuggies. My daughter calls them Chicken Nuggies. You want to be Nick's Nuggies? Nick's Nuggies, absolutely. I called them Chicken Nuggies at work the other day. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. And everybody understood what I was saying. Really? Is yeah, that absolutely. like a new thing? Chicken Nuggies. I get heart. I get heartbroken when my two-year-old finishes all her Chicken Nuggies because I can't have any. Right. And she'll tell me no. Okay. So, is that like just her or? No, it's just her. There you go. Next and on top, of, and on top of that, the um, Jets beat today. Tweeted out that uh, Becton and Vera Tucker oh, opening wide. some huge lines on that left they, side they, right there. They part the Red Sea. They part the Red Sea. I cannot <laughs> wait to see this line in action. <laughs> Becton is a big, big person. Te Tevin Coleman untouched in the backfield. Oh, that's a great tweet to see. Maybe, maybe that's because the defense is horrible. <laughs> yeah. They were actually running they were actually just running the, the offense. No defense was there. Yeah, nobody was there. We're good. <laughs> that's why he got untouched. <laughs> we're part of the invisible red state. <laughs> it's, oh, a green, it, it's a green screen. Don't worry. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. All right, Andy, you usually give us a baseball throwback player of the week. I'm curious to see if you got a football one. 
I mean, I this do. is a football-only episode today. I do. I have a guy who has touched me in so many different levels. Uh, obviously, <laughs> well, I'm saying he, he, he was like one of my top keepers back in the day, and uh, he helped me in other financial ways, which I'll get into as well. And this is actually a throwback guy that that guy will know. So here we go. 1996, Mark Brunel. He threw for 4,300 uh, yards, had 19 touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. He was a monster. He came out of nowhere, uh, turned the Jaguars around six extra wins the, the year he started. And uh, then I, I look into my common box of my baseball cards, and I find six of his cards in my common box, and I sold them for like 40 bucks each at a show. So I made a lot of money off of him, off of nothing. He was one of my favorite keepers back in the day. You remember that, right, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right, Nick? I missed it. What was the player? Disregard. Um, <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Story hit a home run, so I was looking at that, actually. <laughs> He's placed for the Rockies, man. Yo, I, I brought someone up that who finished his career with the Jets, Mark Brunel. Oh, Mark Sanchez wiped the booger on his jersey in the AFC Championship game. Thank you for that tidbit. You're not the best color man for for nothing. So during during hard knocks, <laughs> during hard knocks, Sanchez is talking about his daughter, and Brunel was like, "You are not dating my daughter." I still oh. remember all these hard knocks episodes. Oh man, this guy's <laughs> talking about goddamn boogers over here. You can't, yeah. say, God, you can't say goddamn on the radio. Uh, no one's listening anyway. <laughs> he wiped the booger on him in the AFC Championship game. Oh, Nick, that's so over your head right there. So over your head, <laughs> just just like the booger. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, He's a movie and you didn't even get it. Nope. Nope. Yep. All right. Andy, you got anything intelligent to say before we get out of here? No, no, not today. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking some baseball. There's it's a helicopter very, over my house. It's, it's, <laughs> very, it's a very exciting week coming on. We got, I'm really into the Knicks and the NBA. So the draft is tomorrow. Uh, the trade deadline's Friday for baseball. Trades are happening now. People are getting COVID. Baseball's back. We're going to be talking about that over the weekend. This weekend, we have a big episode, big, 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 and I'm praying that I'm saying this and it's not going to fall apart, but we're going to be joined on a special episode on Sunday. Uh, I don't know exactly what time. We're looking at about five o'clock, but Trader Andy and I, Nick is going to sit this one out. He's uh, you know, got family things to do. I don't know what he thinks he's doing, yeah, something. but we're going we're, we're gonna to replace the Greek god of of mock drafts with Mr. Lenny Melnick, a Hall of Famer, man. So somebody's going to teach me and Andy a little bit something about baseball. So make sure you guys check that out. We're really excited about that. Somebody uh, is a kind of a hero of mine. So Lenny, if you bail and cancel on me, I'm going to cry. Okay. <laughs> Nick, anything intelligent to say before we uh, you know sign out of here? Don't let friends overdraft DK Metcalf. Be smart. You just said you'd take him over Allen Robinson, so that's all yeah. I got. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. It's been a, lot of, been a lot of fun today. Nice and early. Under an hour, Justin Mason Ooh. will be proud of us. He's at <laughs> NMimi. This guy's at AMAC22NJ. I'm at JTrella20. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Thank you to Fantasy Six Pack. I appreciate all you guys do for us. Trevor, take us out. You're the best. Peace. See ya. Come on, give me a break. I just need some sleep in the morning.